Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cinema Soft Underbelly. I'm your host, Eugene Weaver, and uh, this show is all about horror, science fiction, fantasy, fantasy, gems in the rough, all that great uh, stuff that we all love. And um, I was going to talk about some uh, recently watched stuff, and um, the one that I really wanted to talk about is uh, still in theaters slash uh, pay-per-view. And I, uh, I'm afraid that if I talk about it, I'm going to spoil it, and uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, and so I'm not sure how much I could actually say about the movie without going into spoilers. The movie that I really wanted to talk about uh, is titled "The Devil's Candy." I will say this: check this movie out. It is a gem. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking about it a little bit more on maybe a future episode or on my, my other show with Eric Marner, Movie Freaks. So, um, having said that, I decided that I'm going to do another top 10 list because I love doing top 10 lists, and it's my show, I'll do what I want. And today, I am going to do, uh, I actually have a list of, like I have all sorts of top 10 lists, best of and worst of, saved on a, a PDF file, and so every now and then I'll just open it up and I'll be like, what do I want to talk about today? I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. So today... I'm going to be sharing my current top 10 favorite, uh, or I guess best, coolest, whatever you want to call it, creatures from horror movies. And this list does change. In fact, as soon as I opened it up, uh, I swapped one out with another one. And I am sure that once I'm done, as soon as I click stop on this podcast, I'm going to be like, wait a minute. Uh, What about this movie here with that creature that's, of course, certainly better than this one here that I had? But... You know what? As a whole, this is a pretty solid list in my mind for what I think uh, works. Now, not all of these movies are like the greatest thing ever. Most of them are pretty cool, though. But some of them are like the creature is what makes the movie so good. Uh, Not necessarily the movie is awesome and it just happens to have a cool creature. It's the creature itself. So... Without further ado, here we go. Uh, the Underbelly's top 10 creatures in horror movies. And my number 10 one, and I'm going to also say this. Um, I tried to stay away from like, you know, uh, Jason Voorhees, zombie Jason Voorhees or whatever, or more like slashery type villains, even like Cropsy from uh, The Burning, which that's almost considered a creature because he's this weird like, he doesn't even look human. But I want to just try to stay away from actual slashers um, and go with either otherworldly things or mutants or something like that. Ten would be probably uh, the the one that I'm like, oh, that's a stretch calling it a creature, but it, it is. I'm So I'm going to include it. And that would be from 1985's Lumberta Bava-directed Demons. Uh, primarily, and there was a bunch of demons in the movie, of course, but primarily the, uh, the, uh, black lady, uh, who's with her, I think, pimp (laughs) and her other friend, and she gets sliced on the cheek, on her cheek with this, with the mask that she puts on at the theater. And she's the first one that turns into a demon. And she is, I think the, 
most demonic looking or most creature looking of of them all because that that cut turns into this huge boil that erupts and just the long claws and she looks like a creature and uh so i'm gonna include that that's my most like uh, is that considered a creature or not but uh you know what i immediately that lady popped into my mind when i was making this list so i'm like yep that goes on to number 10 okay so moving on uh next up is uh and one this is one that i actually just watched uh not too long ago um 1982's forbidden world this is the uh roger corman produced movie i've watched this movie more times now than i can count it's every year i watch it uh jim wynorski wrote it and jesse vint is stars in it along with a bunch of other actors it's great and the creature uh, in this is a complete alien ripoff. Yet it has its own unique look. Um, it's just like this big, it's like a gigantic black tadpole uh, with, with fairly fake looking jaws, mouth, mouth things. Uh, it's, it's great. And the movie itself is so disgustingly gory. Uh, every kill is just gross. But um, I really dug the creature in this thing. It's something about it is very 80s, but in the best way possible. And so anyway, if you're uh, up for a really cheesy but fun hour and 15 minutes, pop this one in late at night. Uh, it is guaranteed to not put you to sleep because there is not a boring thing about this movie. And the creature is great, especially when it starts puking up its own guts. You got to see it. Trust me. Okay, next up. Now, this one here, I really like this movie, but it's not uh, one that I revisit lots of times. I've watched it enough, but um, it's a little bit long-winded. And uh, having said that, the creature itself is, is really cool in the movie. Um, and that is 1982's The Beast Within from Felipe Mora. Uh, this is one, uh, this is the one where, uh, Ronnie Cox and uh, his wife, uh, they are uh, on a they're, they're on a trip or whatever, and car, I believe the car breaks down, and he goes to get help. She ends up getting raped by this creature thing in the uh, woods, and years later, they have a kid. Well, the kid turns out to be the uh, monster's offspring, and then he starts to develop a taste for flesh. Well, they go back to investigate what, you know, where this happened. And then there's this whole backstory on where this creature comes from. Needless to say, it all, it all comes down to, uh, this kid finally turning into this, uh, really grotesque looking thing. Um, and the bladder effects are really, really good in this movie. And if you're a special effects guy or girl, you follow special effects, you'll know what I'm talking about when I say bladder effects. Uh, but it's this weird effect where it looks like the skin is bubbling and there's a great effect in this movie. Um, what's, what I love about this movie is, uh, the scene where the, where this kid's head starts to get, it, it expands and it looks fake, but yet still really cool and really gross for some reason. Like his head just gets bigger and bigger. Um, and it's disgusting, uh, very, very disgusting, but I really like 
the creature thing that he turns into in this movie. And it's like a slow progression throughout the whole movie. And, uh, it's just, it's cool and icky. And, uh, that actually that when that creature, when he finally becomes the creature, um, there is a, a head, uh, a decapitation scene in the movie. That is one of my favorites of horror movies. It's quite graphic and very well done. So anyway, check out, uh, check that one out. That one there is a Scream Factory release. By the way, every single one of these, uh, other than the next one that I'm going to talk about is on Blu-ray. And the one that I'm going to talk about next is Extro. And I am happy to report that Extro is coming out from a German company on Blu-ray. They're remastering it, which means that eventually uh, either the UK or... Uh, the United States will get it, and I shall import it. Germany is a tough one to import. It's a, a lot more expensive. But when it hits the UK or especially the United States, that's my uh, that's when I import for the most part. But I'm glad that it's getting a remaster. This movie is great. 1982 again. Um, lots of 1982 movies in here. Um, this movie is crazy. Like um, I'm not sure if it was purposely made to be so weird and random because it's it's um it's an alien movie uh, uh, in fact the synopsis on imdb is a man who is abducted by aliens returns to his family three years later but the present his presence affects them negatively um for as relatively straightforward as it is it's so bizarro and there's so many just random weird things that happen in the movie that don't quite fit, but that's what gives this movie its charm. I watched this movie years and years ago on VHS and it didn't do a whole lot for me. And then my buddy Eric Marner watched it and he was like, dude, have you ever seen Extro? And I'm like, yeah, I think a long time ago. He's like, did you like it? Meh. Watch it again. So I did. And uh, I'm happy to report that this movie is great. Uh, I can only imagine my love for this movie going uh, even higher once I watch a remastered version on Blu-ray because to me, a, a well-done remaster in high definition improves a movie so immensely versus old crappy VHS pan and scan. Uh, and that's the only way to watch this movie currently is the pan and scan uh, floating around. So uh, happy to report that Extra is coming out on Blu-ray. Now, the creature itself is... Um, kind of an alien-looking praying mantis-type thing. It's basically like a huge insect-looking thing to me. Uh, there is a birthing scene in this movie that must be seen to be believed. Uh, once again, I'm going to go back to that whole bladder effect thing. This movie has that as well, uh, used to great effect. I like that these lower-budget movies somehow, um, somehow just the special effects work so well. I think that this one here may have actually been on the Video Nasties list. Uh, and you'll see why if you watch the movie, because that scene with the giving birth uh, to a full-grown man is something to behold. It's gross. So anyway, um, I, I love it. It's a great movie. Uh, the uh, sequel uh, sequels are, of course, nothing near as good. Part two is worthy of a watch as a really bad Z-grade Aliens ripoff. And then part three is just plain bad. Okay, so that's uh, that's extra. Um, and by the way, just, just so I'm going to catch catch up here. Uh, Demons has been released in the UK on the uh, Arrow 
uh, label. And then here in the States under uh, um, Synops has released it here in the States. Forbidden World is Shout Factory, Beast Within a Scream Factory. Um, next up is Stuart Gordon's From Beyond. Now, this one here actually replaced one that I had previously. I'm not going to say the movie that I had previously on here because I might do another list of uh, best runner-up creatures. But uh, this one here replaced another movie. But um, From Beyond... And uh, this is a kind of sort of a sequel to uh, Stuart Gordon's Reanimator, but uh, just in the feel, I guess, only. And it very much feels, just the way it looks and everything about it feels very much like Reanimator, which is one of my favorite horror movies. Uh, From Beyond came out in 1986, and uh, the always reliable Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton are in this. They are great. Uh, Barbara Crampton is uh, in black leather and not much else else through quite a bit of the runtime of this movie. And um, Jeffrey Combs has a worm, penisy looking thing jetting out from the from his forehead. You got to see it. Uh, the creature is a gigantic, uh, slimy, weird looking mutation type thing that is covered in KY jelly. Uh, the effects are so great in this movie, and it's basically about uh, this device that this scientist uh, created that uh, that taps into the pineal gland, and you can see another dimension, <clears throat> and it makes you all horny, and there's flying eels. It's so bizarro, and everything about it works so well. It's great. I love this movie. Scream Factory did a fantastic job remastering it with tons of special features and uh, the gore just oozes off the screen. It's so gory. Um, here's another really good, uh, not a decapitation, but a head pulling scene, I guess you could call it. Uh, you got to check it out. Great movie. Uh, it just, you're going to want to take a shower when it's done because you're going to feel like you're covered in KY jelly. It's it's one of those. Okay, so uh, from beyond. Next up is the Chiota Brothers, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And um, I'll just say this. Um, there is not one particular clown that I like better than the others. Uh, I, I like them all equally. I guess the creature, I could say, would be the gigantic clown in the end. But the... Uh, the special effects in this movie from the Chiota brothers are fantastic. And this is a silly 1988, more of a comedy, honestly, than a horror movie. It's comedy, sci-fi horror, uh, but, and it's PG 13 and it's totally fine being PG 13. Like there's just enough gore and weirdness in it to make it like, it's fine. It's great. Uh, but the clowns themselves are so unique and there's been a lot of, clown movies or movies with clowns in them and especially horror movies but this one here something about those clowns looks so cool with it doesn't just look like guys in suits and i'm sure that most of them are guys in suits but they're all various shapes and sizes and they all have their weird little uh popcorn popcorn guns or cotton candy guns and it's it's such it's such a bizarro movie um, and it, and everything about it works uh, wonderfully. I love, 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 love this movie. Supposedly, this one here is going to get a remake of sorts, either a TV series or a 
movie. I'm not sure what they're going to do, but I hope that the Chiyoda brothers are going to be involved, and I hope that they don't go CGI. Please. What made this movie so good and charming was the practical effects in it that worked so well. And the Dickies song, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's great. Trust me. Okay. Next up is... Now we're going to start getting into the really good stuff. Um, Evil Dead Part 2. And uh, the reason I went with Evil Dead Part 2 over Evil Dead 1, which Evil Dead 1 has some great creatures in it, uh, I really, really liked in uh, Sam Raimi's Evil Dead 2, this from 1987, when uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, this is towards the end, um, when he is fighting off more and more creatures, one of which grows this really, really long neck and has this like demonic skeleton type face um, with one eye missing. And it's so cool and it's, uh, it gets its head lopped off by the chainsaw. But it's a great creature and it's so iconic of this movie. When I think of Evil Dead 2, I think of Henrietta and I think of this creature. Um, so, which is basically one and the same, but they're two different looking things, but especially when it turns into the long-necked creature. And there's flying creatures. There's all sorts of creatures in this movie. Uh, a huge uh, tree creature that Ash stabs in the eye with a chainsaw and all sorts of goo flies out. The movie is uh, covered in uh, diff various colors of slime and gore, and uh, it's such a great, great movie. The special effects work. Um, Okay, so, and that's, of course, on Blu-ray. Uh, Lionsgate did a remaster of that one. It's fantastic. It, great movie. Okay, next up is Predator. Now we're really getting into the big, the big dogs here. Uh, 1987, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers. You know the, you know the story. I'm not going to get into the story, but the creature itself is like a professional wrestler with a vagina mouth. And... There you go. If you and dreadlocks, uh, it's it's. Uh, I like the fact that it the creature itself looks totally unstoppable, totally unstoppable. Um, unless you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, then not so much. Uh, but uh, it's great. Um, yeah, there you go, Predator. Uh, next, uh, oh boy, so uh, Predator's not quite as good. This is where. It's all subjective, but <laughs> next up for me is the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, the Predator is not as good as Toxic Avenger from Troma. Uh, I, I, the reason I picked this one here so high on the list is because this is one of the first movies that I remember as a child. Like, I was 10 years old when this movie was released, and <clears throat> it popped up in the, in the video store fairly regularly and I so I would always look at the cover so I always got to see what the creature looked like on the cover and I loved the way that thing looked and I finally watched the movie and it was fantastic it's it's toxic uh but I just I like the fact that it's it the creature is made out of a nerd because he gets doused in toxic waste and he wears a tutu through the whole movie uh but he's this gigantic Again, professional wrestler-looking guy with one eye hanging down. Um, uh, anyway, it's, the movie itself is ridiculous fun, and uh, one-liners chock full of nudity and the, the usual uh, Lloyd Kaufman shenanigans. Um, 
what else to say about Toxic Avenger other than it's, uh, it's a great movie. I love it. Okay, <clears throat> next up uh, is uh, David Cronenberg's The Fly. Still holds up uh, quite well. Um, it's not the greatest movie from him, but I do like it. This is from 1986. Uh, but I like the slow transformation the whole way through the movie uh, up until the big reveal towards the end. And it is a truly disgusting-looking being. Uh, it looks way more fly than human, but um, as with so many of these movies, it just the special effects and the gore just ooze in the movie. And same here. Uh, when the fly thing starts puking up stuff onto, uh, onto people and that makes their, it's like acid. It's so gross. Ugh. Um, anyway, this was still back in the days of, uh, of David Cronenberg's body horror. And this one here, while not my favorite Cronenberg movie, it, the special effects cannot be denied. And, um, it just, works. It works very well. And I will say this, um, check out the very, very underrated, uh, sequel with, uh, Eric Stoltz, I believe. Uh, it really is good and it's actually gorier than the Jeff Goldblum, Gina Davis, 1986, uh, one. I really am wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to sometime someone releasing this on Blu-ray because the fly, the original fly is on Blu-ray. The original it's the the Fly is essentially a remake of the Vincent Price movie, which is quite dated, I might add. Um, so for my money, I, I would always go to the David Cronenberg version. Okay, that's The Fly. Okay, now we get back into a... I actually like the creature a lot more than the movie itself, this next one, but this is uh, such an iconic creature, and that is Pumpkinhead. Uh, let's see here. Type this up here. Um, see, I'm prepared, right? No, not so much. In 1988, Lance Henriksen, uh, directed by Stan Winston, the great Stan Winston. Uh, the uh, the creature is uh, a thing of 80s beauty. The, the way this creature looks, um, and this is back in the days before CGI, so it looks like a real thing on screen, like a real entity on screen. I love how they did it. Um, and it doesn't look like a man in a suit. It looks like a genuine big, I want to say a puppet because the puppets look fake, but it just, it looks real and totally unique. Uh, I can't compare puppet or pumpkin head to any other creature. Really. Uh, I'm sure that there's been creatures that have ripped that off but back when that came out, I remember when that thing came out and I went out, I remember vividly, huh, I remember vividly when I watched that movie. I won't get into that on this show. Uh, but uh, I remember thinking like, I've never ever seen anything like that before. That is amazing. The movie itself, it's good, not great. The creature itself though is tops. It's fantastic. Um, Hey, another 1980... I think this is a 1988 movie. Uh, it is 1988. Chuck Russell's The Blob. This is the remake. Shawnee Smith, Kevin Dillon. Shawnee Smith, you will... I'm not sure if you recognize her name, but she uh, played in several of the Saw movies. So, uh, The Blob. 
you probably know what the blob is about. It's about a blob from space that kills people. The, uh, this updated version, much like David Cronenberg's The Fly, uh, works on that visceral level that the original did not. This one here, it, uh, it's basically a huge, huge pink uh, loogie. It, it, there you go. That's the best way to describe it. It's just this pulsating ma mass of snot that makes people melt, and it's great. There is a, uh, a scene in a diner where uh, there's a drain that's plugged, and uh, the, the line cook guy is reaching his hand down the, down the disposal or whatever, and little does he realize that the blob is in there, and uh, it wants him. That scene is great. You have to see it. It's uh, special effects awesomeness from the 80s, uh, again, with practical effects that work. So uh, also the uh, phone booth scene in this is good as well. Lady is trying to hide from the thing in those old quaint devices called phone booths. And the blob surrounds her, and it's so gross, and it works. Great movie. So good, and it still holds up very well. Twilight, uh, Twilight Time released this on limited edition Blu-ray here in the States, and it is out of print. Sold out. Yes, I have a copy of it. Okay, the final two. And at, at this point, uh, I'm guessing that uh, several of you out there probably know the last two. Um, it's just, I went back and forth on which one should go where, which one's number two, which one's number one. And it's so close, but I still have to give the edge to my number one pick. So number two is John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, I uh, like The Thing better than my number one movie, but um, yeah, I'll get there later. The, the John Carpenter 1982 The Thing starring Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley, Keith David, all sorts of great actors, is um, quite literally the perfect science fiction horror movie of all time. This is, without a doubt, my favorite John Carpenter movie. And um, of this list, I think that this movie holds up better than any of the other movies. The special effects by Rob Bottin are classic, yet still, still hold up. Um, the uh, I guess the creature, um, there's numerous creatures in the film, but the the very end, the huge doctor creature, I guess you could call him, the way that Carpenter shot it, to me, it always seemed bigger than it actually is. Because um, in the movie, the way it's shot, the way the camera is angled, it to me, it always feels like this thing is gigantic, like King Kong size, but it's not. It's I think the, the thing is like probably a little bit bigger than a human, but in the movie... It looks bigger. It's so cool. There is a deleted scene, a stop motion deleted scene. And I love stop motion, but when you watch it, you're like, oh, wow, I can totally see why they cut that out because it takes away from what you actually see in the film. Um, this is one of the greatest movies I think ever made. I love John Carpenter's The Thing, everything about it. Uh, Ennio Morricone's score, the direction, the pacing, the scares, the, the special effects, uh, it's, it's a great movie. Okay, and my number one movie is Ridley Scott's Alien, of course. Um, it, it, I, I can't not rate that number one. 1979, um, 
again, as with Toxic Avenger, this is one of the first creature features that I ever watched. And I believe that this was on television when I watched this. So it was heavily cut, um, especially, obviously, obviously the, ch the chest burner scene and um, the other scene where um, Harry Dean Stanton's character, uh, Brett, gets his brains chomped out. But um, Sigourney Weaver is the perfect uh, final, uh, final girl. She's the hero. She's the, she's the ass kicker of the movie. Um, which is odd because you're thinking that Tom Skerritt's going to be that and <laughs> he's not. Um, it, it's H.R. Geiger's creation and it, it's something about it is biomechanical, uh, blended with, <sighs> Wow, it's hard to describe this thing. It's so unique, and that's why it's number one, is it's such a unique, not at this point anymore, but back then, there had been nothing like this. Like, I nothing like this. Uh, and it still holds up. And there's a new Alien movie coming out here in a couple months. And I, the trailer, I'm like, that creature still is so iconic, and it looks, it still looks so good and so menacing. It Like, for me, whenever I see an alien, uh, it's like, a great white shark here on planet earth. It's top of the food chain. The top of the food chain of our solar system is these aliens. They are top of the food chain. They have one thing in mind and that is to kill you and eat you. So alien gets number one, even though towards the end when Ripley is in that uh, escape pod thing, we see a little bit more of the alien and it starts to look just a bit man in the suit ish. Um, However, that was remedied in part two, James Cameron's uh, Aliens. The queen alien in that is a thing of beauty. Uh, and the reason I actually like Aliens better, but I'm saying Alien this because it was the first one and it just that's where it all began. So there you go. That's my top 10 favorite creatures as of uh, March 27th, 2017. Uh, on March 28th, that could totally change. And there could be uh, several other ones that I would maybe swap out for what's on this list. But for now, that's my list, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, stay tuned for another episode of Movie Freaks heading your way soon. You can find us on uh, Facebook as well as my show on Facebook. You can get a hold of me at eugene-weaver at hotmail.com. For any recommendations, questions, I'd love to hear from people, like-minded people talking horror and all that good stuff. Uh, so I appreciate you listening to the show and stay tuned for more horror goodness heading your way soon. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye.